Pesachim Dafdalet, the last thing we were discussing, the importance of using clean language. We saw Rav had a student who said, I'm tired as a pig, and he didn't talk to him anymore. And Hillel had a student who said to him, ah, and the other one said to Haran, the one who uh, used clean language, it was the one who's going to become a posek. There was a three Kohanim, one said uh, the, the tail of a lizard, and they checked and he, they saw he was a halal. We saw that Rabbi Yushua didn't want to be the bearer of bad news that Afghanah passed away. And we saw Yohanan Hakuka'a said that the barley was good and that got his friends upset because he wasn't talking about uh, e- either last year's wheat or this year's uh, lentils. Now we are starting Daf Dalit Amud Aleph straight in the beginning, first word on the page. And we're saying a story that we shouldn't be the ones to bear bad news. Rav Rav, who was the son of the brother of Rabbi Hiya and his and the brother of his sister. What happened over there? Uh, in in Mu'ayt Katan, I think. Aha married a lady and he had a son named Aibo. And then he married another lady who, in a previous marriage, had a daughter. And uh, through that second marriage, Ravaha had a son named Rabihiyah. Now, his son from his first marriage, Aibu, married this lady's uh, daughter from her previous marriage. Uh, and they together had a son named Rav. Hence, Rav was the brother of Rabihiyah. And the brother of Rabbi Hiyah's sister. So when Rav Kisalik Lata, when he came to Eretz Yisrael, Amar le Aibu Kayam. So Rabbi Hiyah told Rav, "Is your father Aibu still alive?" Amar le Ima Kayemet. Is my mother alive? Did you bechlal asking about my father? Amar le. So now Rabbi Hiyah asked Rav, "Okay, Ima Kayemet. Is your mother alive?" Amar le Aibu Kayam. Is my father Aibu still alive? even answer you about that what are you asking me about my mother and he understood that both of them passed away and Amar Lele Shama'e so he told so Rabbi Hiya told his Shamash Halot Limin Ali take off my leather shoes and take all my clothing to the bathhouse because I'm going to finish the Avel soon and Shmamina Telat and I learned three things from here Shmamina Avel Asro Bin Ailata Sandal and Avel is not allowed to wear leather shoes any time you heard about Avelut after 30 days, the, the Avelut is only for one day. And we also heard, and even in that one day, it's only a little part of the day, and that's it. And because he wanted the students to learn all these halachot, I guess he stopped in the middle of the day right away, let's go to the bathhouse. There was a person who kept on saying, let's go to court, let's go to court, let's go to court. I guess he comes from Shevetan. There was this other person who was going around saying, I wish I could build my house by the beach. He was always talking about how great the, the beach was. But cool, they checked after him. Vashkehu, the Mizbulun Kateh. He would come. They found out that he comes from Shevet Zebulun. Tichtiv Zebulun lechafia mimishkon. Okay, now we talked about uh, how it's important to talk about nice words. Now let's go back to our deen that we have to check for the Hametz the night before Pesach. Vehashtad dekayamalan delchule alma or urtau. Now that we understood that according to everyone, it means nighttime or it means night. Mikdi. Wait, let's let's just check a second. Ben Lerbi Yehuda, Ben Lerbi Meir. 
Hametz eno asur edam misheshaot ulmala. Hametz, you're not allowed to eat from, uh, from the midday of Yudalid and on, when the time of Korban Pesach is. Why don't you check at the beginning of the sixth hour? You have the whole sixth hour to check, and then you stop eating by the end of the sixth hours. Why do we have to go to the night before? Okay, you want to be zerizin, you want to do things early? Nivdok mitzafrad and check in the morning. Dichtiv like it says by Brit Milah. Dichtiv ubayom hashemini yimol besar olaton. The eighth day you have to do Brit Milah. Vetanya kol ayom kolok asher lemilah. The whole day you could do Brit Milah. Morning, noon, afternoon. Ela shemizerizin makdimin lemitzvot. People do it early. Shenemar veeshkev Abraham baboker. And we know that Abraham did it early in the morning. So say over here also bedikat hametz. You should do early in the morning also. Rather, why do we do it at night? Amar of Nachman bar Yitzchak, b'sha'ash b'nei adam mitzuyin bebatehem, people are at home at night. Ve'or haner yafeh libdika, and when you put it, when you set out a candle, the candle actually works and makes sense. Check better when you have that small light over there. And Amar abaye based on all this, he'll kach ha'etz urba merabanan. If a tamid hacham has a class, lo liftach ba'idaneve urtadet lesar. Uh, do not uh, start the class 13th uh, towards the night, meaning towards the night of the 14th. Because your class might take a little bit long, you might not come to do the mitzvah. The tour explains why Dafka over here were not to start a class because the mitzvah was bedafka when the sun comes down, that's the best time to do the mitzvah. We all know how a good sugya could, you know, extend for a couple of hours, or you know, and, and then you'll come back when, uh, when everyone's asleep, and you won't uh, do a bedikat hametz the correct way. A person is renting a house for Pesach on the fourteenth. Who has to do the bedikat hametz? Allah maskir livdok the hamira didehu. Does the owner of the house have to do the checking because it's his hametz? Or Dilma, ala socher livdok, or maybe the renter has to check the isurat b'shutekai because the hametz is in wherever he's staying for the holiday. And machloket is as follows: uh, There's a isur balirae. The renter, the one who's renting the house, it's not his hametz, so he's for sure not over, and the owner is not there. Now, for the house, you still need a bedikat hametz. The question is who. So the Gemara tries to give an answer. Tashema hamaskir bait lahavero, a person who rents a house for his friends. Ala socher laasot la mezuzah. The renter, the one who's living in there, has to put a mezuzah. So you see, it's up to the renter. Hatam the Gemara says no. Over there is different by mezuzah. Haamar of mishashia mezuzah chovat adari. That the mezuzah is the mitzvah for the person living. Hachamai, but over here, what would be the case with bedikat hametz? By mezuzah, it says al mezod betecha, and it depends who's living here. But uh, by balia ra'e balia matzeh, you could even do bitul hametz. It's not mine. So really, you know, we're back to the question: Who has to check? Amalu Rav Nachman by Itzhak. Tenina, we have a brayta hamaskir by lahavero. A person is renting a house to his friend. Imad shelo masar lo maftechot. If you gave him the keys after the 14th started, then the owner has to check because the 14th came and it was in his reshut. But if he gave it to him on the 12th or the 13th, he gave him the keys uh, and then the 14th came, it's up to the renter to check. So Sfot explains the whole idea of the key is because once you have the key, you can go in and out whenever you feel like it. And then you could do the checking yourself.
So now, once we finish with that, they got an answer from Rav Nachman Beit Tzach to ask him another question. Ba'umi ner mir Rav Nachman Beit Tzach hamaskir bait lahavero arba'a asar. If a person rented a house, a vacation home for Pesach at fourteenth in the morning, hezkato baduk o en hezkato baduk. Do we say that it would the, it, the house is clean from hametz because the person giving me the key checked last night, or there's no hazaka? What's Just whoever gave you the key, ask him. The guy ran away, the guy's on vacation, I don't know, the guy's in Israel, whatever the case may be, you can't ask him. The question is, the guy who just rented the, the apartment for Pesach, do we have do we force him to go to a do now a bedika the of the morning of the holiday? What would be the halacha? You have a brayta. Everyone is believed when it comes to biur hamet. They say that we checked last night. Now the question is, Why are we believing nashim avadim and ketanim? All these are pasul le'adut. The Quran sounds like we're asking on avadim, nashim, and ketanim, but it sounds like Rashi it says that there's some people who are mifaresh. The she'ela is only on ketanim because avadim and nashim are believed when it comes to, uh, when it comes to an isur. Either way, we believe them. Lav mishum de hezkato baduk, isn't it? Because we say there's a hazaka that's been checked last night. The savar hakol haverim him because our Tana holds that everyone is uh, is considered a haver. Everyone's considered talmid hakam. Everyone's an orthodox religious uh, Jew, a firm person. When it comes to bedikat hametz, even ame aratzot, it's bedikat hametz. And the Tanya, we have uh, we have the same idea like be maasrot haver shemed veniach megura meleaperot. A regular orthodox religious uh, from Jew that uh, passed away and he has a pile of fruit in his house. Afilu hen b'neiman, even if they were plucked today, harehen b'cheskat metukanim. We say that you're allowed to eat it without giving any trumot and maasrot. Why? Because there's a hazaka on a, on a from orthodox religious person that uh, he doesn't keep anything in his house that he didn't do teruman ma'asrot. And same thing with the gabe bedika. Bedikat hametz is such a high level. Everyone is careful with bedikat hametz. We could say that there was a hazaka that this person, I don't know where, had the hametz checked last night. The Gemara says, Umimai, who says that uh, this uh, house has a hazaka that's been checked last night? Dilma, shani ha'acha mishum Maybe over here it's different because we have testimony that it's been checked. The Isha said it was checked. The Eved, the Katan said it was checked. And that's a, that makes it a hazaka, not but not, but not stam. So maybe it's a, you can't compare it to trumot and masrot. The Gemara pushes back. When these people are talking, the isha, the avid, the katan, does it does it have anything? Is it worth anything? No. You have to be going based on hazaka. The Gemara pushes back. Elamai the hazkato baduk. You want to say that it all depends on hazaka? And when it says hi hakol ne'emanim, when the Brayta said that everyone is believed by bedikat hametz, it's not because of idut; uh, it's because of hazaka. And if that's the case, kol habatim beheskat bedukin barba. I said all the houses are they have a hazaka that they were checked mibale. That's the way we should uh, say it. Not everyone is believed; rather, every house has a hazaka that it's checked. That's the, that's the correct way to say it. Elamai. So if that's the case, then why don't you have to check the house? And if you got the the rental on uh, the morning of your dalid, mishum amirad because of these people's testimony. Hello, amrei ane. 
these pesulim would not have testified law, I would not have said that there's a hazaka that this house was checked. Tivshot mineh, then you should say straight up, the en hazkato baduga does not have a hazaka that's been checked. Lo, I can't, I, I can't say that either. I'm now I'm stuck on both sides. I don't have a hazaka this way, and I can't say uh, it, it's checked or not checked. I can't say anything. You have to say that it's been checked. What's saying? We know that this guy didn't check. He was in Israel for the holiday, or he was busy with other stuff. He had six other houses to check on. And this Isha said, We checked the house last night. Now the Tema maybe Hachamim don't want to believe him, and we should check it again. Kamash Malan will come and teach us. Kevan the Bdikat Hametz mid Rabbanano. Bdikat Hametz is a is a the Rabbanan. The Medoraita bebitul bealma sage. You could all you all you could do is just say Kal Hamira and you're really good and you don't you're not all done. Balirae. Since it's a Rabbanan, Hemnu Rabbanan bid Rabbanan. Hachamim will believe him when it comes to the Rabbanan. How do we know that it works? Rashi says because it says Tashbitu Seor Mibatechem. Tosfot says no, it's Medin Hefker, it becomes Hefker. Tosfot explains that if it was a Bidika that is a Deoraita, then we cannot trust on the Isha or an Ivet and so on because the Isha maybe is lazy. Rabenu David is Rishon. He says that no, even a lady would have been believed if it was a Bidika Deoraita because only Ketanim are not believed by Deoraita. Okay. Here's another question with Bikat Hametz. A person rented a house to his friend and we know it was checked. And I walk in and I see Hametz all over the place. Uh, what's the halacha? Should I act? Is the sale as if it didn't count or the sale counts? So one way of explaining it, some uh, Rabbeinu David says, there's another way of explaining it where you just, it was Stam, and you're based on, when I rented it Stam, without saying was it checked or not checked, I'm just going based on a Hazaka. person should know when uh, you're renting your house out to someone out of the holiday, it should be checked. And now listen, you come in not checked. So the question is, is the sale work, is the rental work, or you could backtrack on your deal? Not just in a place where people don't pay, people do bidika for them. They do it themselves because they want to do the mitzvah. The person wants to do the mitzvah itself, and therefore there's no mekah batul. There's no, the mekah still stands. Even in a place where the menhag is, you pay someone to do the bidika for you. The sale still stands because me coming into this rental property. I wanted mitzvah to be done with my money, not the, the owner's money. And either way, the, sa- the, the sale of the, or the rental will still stand. And halakha le there is a gemara in Masech B'Mitzvah that says that a person is not so happy doing a mitzvah with his own money, and therefore the poskim leave it as a tzarich ayun. The Mishnah Burra and the Bira Lacha says it's a tzarich ayun. What would be halakha le if I rented a place stam and all of a sudden it wasn't checked, or if I rented a place and it wasn't checked, uh, what would be the halakha? The deal go through or not? Now, the Gemara is now going to discuss the source of how do we know that the food is asur already on Yudalad, Inalit Hametz. Tanana Tam, Rabbi Meir Omer, 
we learned that Rabbi Meir says you could eat kol hamesh, you could eat the entire uh, fifth hour up until the end of the fifth hour, v'sorfin b'tchilat shesh, and you burn the hamesh from the beginning of the sixth hour. And Rabbi Meir's reason is, of course, in the Torah, it's the only the seventh hour is when you, the beginning of the seventh hour. So let's say from the perfect sixth to sixth day, from the Torah, 12.01, you're not allowed to eat uh, hametz anymore. So Rabbi Meir says, be mahmir a little bit and uh, burn it at uh, 11.01. You could eat the entire fourth hour, vitolin kol hamish and you don't do anything the fifth hour vesorfin mitchilat chesh and at the beginning of the sixth hour is when you're supposed to have it burnt now dekule alma miha hametz mishesh shaotol ma'ala asur everyone agrees from 1201 and up from six hours and up you're not allowed to have hametz in your possession because if you were allowed to eat it in, in the afternoon then hachamim wouldn't be gozer especially that early if it was Asura at night, people know this is night, that's day. So, okay. So, obviously, when they're saying it's Asura in the morning, it's this way you don't come to eat it in the afternoon. Now, Menalan, how do we know that you're not allowed to eat it from this early? There's two psukim that we're discussing when it comes to Hametz. Seven days, we shouldn't be finding any Seor, anything that makes Hametz in your house. But on the hand, it says, On the first day, you shouldn't have seor, anything that makes hametz in your house. Uh, she says they're, they're psukim that contradict. Tosfot said they're not contradict, rather, it's just there to, to be mehadir something. Comes to teach me that on the 14th, you have to burn the hametz. So the Gemara asks, Maybe it's coming to say that you should burn the hametz on the 15th. 15th that night right before the Seder you should burn the Hametz maybe it has nothing to do on the 14th maybe the Pasuk is coming to, to tell me to do it on the 15th and the whole idea is because the Salkada Tachamina I would have thought Yamim Ketiv Yamim in Lelot Lo because I would have thought that when it says the word Shiva'at Yamim Dafka Yamim but tonight there is no Yisur Hametz and that's why Kamash Ma'alan Afilu Lelot that's why it says Achbeom Arishon to tell me night there's a Yisur of eating Hametz also at night Meaning, uh, why are you saying that you have to be mehadesh that uh, you burn the hametz on the 14th during the day? Opposite, why don't you say that it's me- that extra achbayom is coming to tell me that uh, the isur also is at night? I think says, no, you can't say such a thing. I don't need a pasuk for that. I don't need a pasuk to discuss night. Not having hametz in your house, burning it, getting rid of it is like hametz. And uh, the time of not eating hametz uh, is equal to the time we eat the matzah. Meaning, we all know that there's a time to eat hametz is uh, the night of the 15th. And then you know for sure of the, then that you wouldn't be able to eat hametz. You know for sure that you can't have anything, any seor in the house at the same time. Therefore, we're left with to tell me that uh, you have to burn the hametz on the 14th and not 15th at night. 15th I would have knew anyways. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.